Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show. I am your host, Joe Spadonian. Oh, boy. You thought they couldn't lose that way at home? Thought it was only at home, at, uh, on the road. But no, the Golden State Warriors, as that uh, intro ended abruptly, that was weird. It's all right. It's 5 a.m. on a Monday. Welcome in. If you're just getting off work, if you're just getting on work, getting ready to do whatever it is you got to do, welcome in. So happy you are joining right here on the pregame show as the Golden State Warriors somehow, some way, lose that game to the Minnesota Timberwolves in what was an ugly game. It was sloppy. You had a lot of people coming back. There was a lot of emotions involved. Gary Payton II, welcome back. Good to see him back in the fray. You had... Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards. You had everything. You had every single person joining you there on the floor. You missed that last time the Timberwolves were in town, but this time over, everyone was ready. Yes, no Andrew Wiggins, still waiting on that, but this was a game where you felt like, hey, big game, Minnesota, they're right on your heels. They've been playing well. Anthony Edwards is coming back. Carl Anthony Towns is going to give them a boost. Nas Reed is Wilt Chamberlain whenever he goes up against you guys. And again, he was last night. Nas Reed, by the way. All-time team NBA, um, whatever you want to put, all-team warrior killer, he's on the list. He's officially on the list, as he had 23 points last night. Again, Carl Anthony Towns joined. Didn't have the greatest night, but he had the biggest shot of the game after a couple sloppy turnovers from the Golden State Warriors, in which they felt like they were just icing the game, right? It just felt like, hey, we have only, what? Couple minutes, let's not give the game away. You had a clutch three from Jordan Poole where it's like, okay, got some breathing room. And then, ugh, just sloppy. You thought they may have turned a corner. They've been playing well. You're getting Gary Payton the second back. You're at home. It's a primetime game. It's not really prim- primetime time slot. Wasn't on any major network. Fitz and Kalena killing it, by the way. Tim Roy killing it right here on 95.7 the game if you were tuning in for that. But it just felt like the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> it's just, it's always something with this team. This season, you had the sloppy turnover there from Draymond Green tossing it back. And it was just, what are you doing? Are you, are you, are you trying to give it to Clay? Are you like, well, shoot the free throws? Don't do anything stupid there. Take the chance. Get to the line, Draymond. He throws it away. Sloppy. Carl Anthony Towns, three point. Right in transition, the assist from Kyle Anderson, and you're down two. Like it was like, like how? Like you see Clay dejected after the plays under the basket. Like what the hell just happened? Well, I'll tell you what just happened. He just blew it in the last twenty seconds, and then and the and the succeeding 
play. After that, you toss it in, <laughs> and Jordan Poole tosses it away. <laughs> oh, this team. This team. They cannot get to the playoffs or play-ins, rather, fast enough. This team is flirting with disaster every single game, it feels like. And yet, they have a chance to win it all. That's just this season in a nutshell. They have a chance. Will they? If not, if they play like that last night. It was supposed to be a day of celebration. Now, Gary Payton II, he's playing. He's he's doing everything. He's making blocks on Carl Anthony Towns. He's picking up players 90 feet from end to end of the court. He's getting standing ovations in the crowd. This was supposed to be a day of celebration. GP2 is back. And you lose. Lose to a team that you probably should have beaten. It was 99-96? This game from 2007? It was a high-scoring game in 2007, 2006. But 99 and 96 can't even break 100? Yeah, there was defense. It was just a lot of bad offense most of the night. A lot of bad runs, especially, what was it, the second or third quarter. Getting my quarters confused here because it's just all the turnovers back and forth. I believe it was the third where there was a 10-minute scoring drought. They couldn't score a field goal for the Minnesota Timberwolves, followed by a four-minute Warriors scoring drought. They didn't score a bucket. And it's just like, is anyone going to score here? You can chalk that up to good defense if you want. I choose to think it was just bad offense, most of it. Just sloppy, lazy passes throughout. And ultimately, it cost the Golden State Warriors as they are now still clinging to that sixth spot in 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570 is the number if you would like to get involved here. This is the pregame show. I'm your host, Joe Spadoni. Hit us up on Twitch. Hit us up on YouTube. We are streaming live on there. Hit me up at Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. If you would like to get involved. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Morali on the YouTube chat. Stun around. Go San Diego State. We do have our Monday MVP watch. And we're going to get into that as the show go on. Give me your nomination for who won the weekend in sports at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. San Diego State as a whole. That could be up there. Doesn't have to be a player. It could be a team. The MVP. I know it's for most valuable player, but work with me here. If you want to choose the team, if you want to choose the coach, if you want to choose anything, who was your MVP of the sports weekend? It could be in your personal life. It doesn't have to be a sport. It could be MVP of the kitchen. Did you cook up something fresh this weekend? I made some fajitas last night. They were delicious. Kind of killing me this morning, but we'll leave that there. So who was your MVP of the weekend, of the sports weekend, whatever weekend you would like it to be. 888-957-9570. Pat Bev. Oh, we'll get to Patrick Beverly and what he did over the weekend yesterday at the arena formerly known as the Staples Center against the Los Angeles Lakers, where LeBron James, he's back apparently. That was kind of out of nowhere. LeBron is back for the Lakers, and they lose. They are still game and a half back of the sixth spot, but Warriors could have had some more breathing room last night if they had just gotten the job done, but they didn't. 888-957-9570. If you would like to get involved in the show there, Xfinity Mobile Text Line, same number, call or text. It's all good. So the Warriors. Supposed to be a night of celebration. I mean, it wasn't. And listen, I'm not going to hear to say this is the worst loss of the season, although it feels like it. I mean, we've been talking about this final stretch of games here where every win is going to feel massive and every loss is going to feel even worse than the previous one. And it stings. I'm not here to deny it. It was a terrible loss. That was a loss where you literally had a win in your hands and you threw it away in back-to-back plays and you lost. Like, that's what it was. That was your win and you snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. That's what you did. I saw a lot of texts like, is this the 2009 or 2010 Warriors right now? Is this the 2008? Pretty much, pick any Warriors team outside of We Believe prior to Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Steve Curry and the... Mark Jackson era, pick any team before that, and that's what the Warriors looked like last night. Just bad execution. And it does make me concerned come play-in slash playoff time, whichever one they are in, those late-game executions, it just hasn't been there for most of the season. They feel like they're getting tight. They feel like they make the wrong play. Yeah, you've had some good wins, but you've had more overwhelmingly bad losses, it feels like. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? Is this does this team still have a chance to win the title? Do they? Do we still believe? Eric Spadoni. It's a regular season game. Relax. I'm 
I'm letting them get the opportunity to show me that they could win before the playoffs. You got a few games here left. Can you at least show me you, you want it? Can you show me the heart of a champion, for God's sakes? God, they've been playing so well at home all season long. But last night, it was just really, that left a bad taste in, I think, a lot of Warriors fans' mouths. And just people that watch good basketball just left a bad taste in your mouth. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, if you'd like to get involved as the Warriors fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 99-96. They're 30-8 and on home. Should have been 31-7. and And that's just that's a championship-type team at home. That's what a champ looks like at home, just going by their record. And they're a 39-37 and overall. And he's juxtaposed that with their road record. It's putrid. We get all that. But when you're at home, you feel like you should win those games. And when you're up like that, and when you toss the game away like you did last night, like that, it's hard to get over those, but you're going to have to. You can't dwell on bad losses like this the rest of the way. Because you got a quick turnaround against the Pelicans tomorrow, and they're out for blood. They are trying to stick into that playing game. They're the eighth seed currently at 37-37. and 37. And here's how the Western Conference is shaking out right now. You still got the Nuggets at the one, the Grizzlies at the two, Kings at the three. I think those spots are pretty much solidified as one, two, and three. And Kings, I guess, have an outside chance of claiming that two. But as it stands right now, Nuggets, Grizz, and the Kings, one, two, and three. Then you got the Suns, who are clinging to a half-game lead over the Clippers for the four spot. Clippers just a half-game back at the five. Warriors are a game back of the Suns and a half-game back of the Clippers at the six. They're clinging to that. T-Wolves half-game back of them at the seven. Pelicans at the eight at 500, 37-37. Lakers at the nine. And Thunder at the ten. So, man. We said it all year. It was felt like the worst season in the history of the NBA. Just by sheer, just everyone being hurt. Everyone just not really giving a rip about the regular season. But I think it's pretty clear now that the top three teams in this conference, it's by no means, uh, it's not a coincidence that they have been the most healthy. You know, you got Nikola Jokic, you got Jamal Murray, you got all those guys up in Denver, you got the Grizzlies. Ja, I know, has been gone for a couple weeks, but he came back. They seem to be integrating him pretty well as they have won six in a row all of a sudden. The Kings been relatively healthy all season long, right? Suns, eh. And this is when you start getting to the teams that just haven't been very healthy. Suns, Clippers, Warriors, T-Wolves, Pelicans, Lakers. I mean, I can go on and on about all those guys. Paul George, Kawhi, Andrew Wiggins being out, Steph being out. Clay not playing on back-to-backs. Carl Anthony Towns being out for the Timberwolves. Zion for the Pelicans. LeBron and AD missed time for the Lakers. So once it comes playoff time, toss those out. Because those mean nothing. Those just basically mean who are the healthier teams all year round. And I'm not saying the Nuggets and Grizzlies and Kings can't make it to a Western Conference Finals. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I think we are looking at them through a scope in which it's not fair to the rest of those teams. In which you would say, Spadoni, the best ability is availability. Get over it. It doesn't matter if they were healthy. Those other teams should have been healthy. And maybe they would be in a top three position. I'm not saying that. I'm saying... If you're going into these, into this postseason, I want to say these postseasons is because that's kind of what it is, the play-in tournament in the playoffs. But if you're going into this tournament, if you will, under the impression that the Kings, Grizzlies, and Nuggets are just so much better than all these other teams, you're delusional. Just going off based on record, record means nothing. I mean, I think back to those Raptors teams with DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, and how good the record was. And what happened every single time? They wet their pants when they had to play LeBron. They wet their pants when they had to play whoever it was back in those days. The Atlanta Hawks, that's another example. The Mike Budenholzer Hawks, when he had the Corver and who else, all the other no-names on that team, the collection of no-names that made that lineup, and all they do is shot threes. And then when push came to shove, they lost to LeBron James in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, that's just what happens. You need to show me in these playoffs. Missouri, the show-me state. That's what the Nuggets have to show me. Yeah, they've gotten to, what, one Western Conference final? That was the bubble year. And they came up short. The Grizzlies? One and done last year against the Warriors. We saw that. Kings? They're going to be feisty. 
And they have a chance. What is? Are they playing tonight, Sacramento? They were hoping that the Warriors could win yesterday because that would have assured them a clinching of a playoff spot, and pretty much they've already clinched it. But they got the T-Wolves tonight. T-Wolves obviously on the back end of a back-to-back back after just beating the Warriors. But they are in Sacramento tonight, and the Kings have a chance. For the first time since the 2007, 2006, my God, the Kings are about to be going to the playoffs. With a win tonight, they clinch that spot. Good for them. Good for you, Sacramento. These aren't pity claps either. These are genuine. I'm not doing the Mark Willard. That's adorable. Sacramento, I'm not I'm not chastising you. I'm genuinely happy for Sacramento King fans because it's hard. It's so hard. And especially in basketball, I could not imagine rooting for my favorite team. And it feels like every single team makes the playoffs now at least once every other couple years. Hell, the Charlotte Hornets made the play-in last year. Like, it feels like everyone should just be in. But the Kings somehow, in some way, the better part of a decade plus, just could not get it right. Every single time they missed the boat and missed the mark in the draft, could have had Luka. They didn't get Luka. That was that seems like the most recent one where it's like, oh, Marvin Bagley. Yikes. You hit on De'Aaron Fox, though. And a lot of the people chastising the trade, and listen, maybe down the long road, the Halliburton thing may have been a miss, but Sabonis is a baller. He's been playing great. He's an all-star. It's not like he's old, either. And for what they need on this team, that size, he's been a huge presence in a rebounding machine. So I'm happy for Kings fans. I'm hoping that the Golden One Arena, I almost called it Arco, the Golden One Arena can be loud, local, and proud in that first round, whoever it's against. And I'm secretly hoping it's against the Warriors. Can you imagine? We've been talking about it all year. And right now, that's the matchup still. Warriors, Kings, round one. Are you kidding me? For uh, RLI on the YouTube chat, Mike Brown going to be coach of the year. Light the beam, Morali, JB. Kings not making the playoffs next year. Well, I'm not worried about next year. I'm worried about this year. That's... The mindset, hell, the Warriors might not make an extra. I, I'm going Kyle Shannon. I can't guarantee anyone will be alive on Sunday, and that goes for all of us. So just enjoy the present. If you're a fan of basketball, if you're a fan of team, if you're a fan of basketball, you should be happy for the Sacramento Kings. And if you're a fan of the Warriors, you should want to play the Kings. This has never been a rivalry. Yeah, it's, they're both close to each other. It's North Carolina and Sacramento, like San Francisco. They got no beef. Bay Area, we love Sac up there. They're fun. But a lot of Kings fans have been doing a lot of calling right here on this station, and I know on the Morning Roast specifically. By the way, the Morning Roast, quick sidebar. What a show they got. Javon Hargraves joining them at 7 o'clock. 49ers D-tackle. You're not going to want to miss that. Javon Hargraves joining Bonte and Shasky. 7 o'clock. they got to do a Warriors for that first hour. Don't worry, you'll get their breakdown. But then some good news. 49ers fans slash Warriors fans, if you're a fan of both, no, if you're a fan of none, Javon Hargraves, hell of a player. Saw with the Eagles last year. He's a beast. Yeah, he's going to join Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa and all those boys. Drake Jackson. Can't wait for football season. Can't wait for the draft. That's what a month away now. Ugh. When that when that chime hits and I see Mel Kuyper's horrible receding hairline and hair and Todd McShay and everyone, it's when you know draft season's upon us. So can't wait for Javon Hargraves. He's going to be joining the boys. At 7 o'clock, 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Raleigh, Keegan, Mur- Keegan Murray, it's been a great addition. Absolutely. He has been. It was a great uh, draft by them. And again, I've mentioned it. They have not had great drafts. <laughs> Missing out on generational type talent just seems to be par for the course for the Sacramento Kings, and I can sympathize as a Raider fan. The draft is not kind to certain teams and certain certain organizations that are prone to dysfunction, and that is what the Sacramento Kings have been. Dysfunction, it's been bad. It's been bad. But 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. I don't know if the Warriors should be all excited to play the Kings right now the way they're playing. Like this late-game execution, I understand that defense is the name of the game come playoff time, and getting a player like Gary Payton the second back, and he returned last night, and it was good to see Gary. He saw the glove in the studio, in the building. He saw, 
You saw a lot of studs in the building. You saw Gary Payton, senior. You saw Ricky Henderson chopping up with Nick... Uh, I almost said Nick Mullins. <laughs> yeah, former 49er legend. Uh, Chris Mullen. Like, that was awesome. Ricky and Molly chopping it up. What are the stories they were talking about? Ricky's so swagged out, by the way. He had the, the black leather coat. He had the uh, white tank top. I can't use the name I want to name. I don't think that's uh, you know politically correct to call it that anymore, but... He had the gold chain, too. He was so swagged out. So swagged out. Good to see Ricky out there. As baseball season is approaching, folks. Only got a couple days till opening day. Giants A's. That's when you know the season's about to start. We got a little action at the Collie yesterday. Let's go. Jock Peterson just hitting bombs. Casey Schmidt. Starting at AAA, but Farhan was talking about it. Says he's not too worried. He's not too worried. He says he's just got to work on his right-handed approach against right-handed pitchers that have the breaking ball. He's like, he'll be there. He'll get there. So Casey Schmidt, I know there's been a lot of chatter from Bonte and Shasky as it pertains to him. So opening day, isn't it just the best? We got Shohei Otani coming into town too on Thursday, going to the Collie. I might just go just for Shohei. Just for Shohei. That's like, give me a shirt. Just for Shohei. I'm here only for Shohei Otani and just wear it every seven days or whatever he starts. Every five days. I don't know what the Angels pitching staff is looking like. I know he doesn't pitch normally. He's got his times off. He usually gets an extra day's rest because he's hitting all the time. So cannot wait for opening day, which is in a few days. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. If you would like to get involved in the program, call or text on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Hit me up on Twitch and YouTube. We are streaming live on there holy lessons curry should have just held the ball yeah there was a lot of coulda shoulda what is after yesterday's loss first of all i don't know where draymond green like there was a lot of comments last night he was ducking the smoke of having to shoot at the free throw line maybe that was the case or maybe you know draymond the elite playmaker that you are offensively the future hall of famer that you are maybe just not toss it all the way lackadaisically. <laughs> just it was it was the how they were throwing the ball. The amount of pace, just the 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 it was almost like it was a twenty four hour fitness game and they were trying to milk the clock, but they didn't know how to milk the clock. And it was like you had Daryl the Guru Johnson, you had Matt Steinmetz out there, you had Joe Shasky, you had Bonte, you had Spadoni in a in a five sum. And then you had me tossing it back. Like I can make those mistakes. I could do that. We are six games left in the regular season here, and we're still making dumb CYO-type mistakes. It's frustrating. It is so frustrating to cover this team, because one day they could have just an amazing performance against Joel Embiid, the future MVP, and you come back and you win that game and you're feeling great. It's like, wow, I know they didn't have James Harden, but you know what? We don't have Wiggins, so we're judging ourselves against the future MVP potentially, and Joel Embiid. And you know what? You kind of pissed that all away. The good moods of the weekend was kind of pissed all away last night because of those horrible, horrible decisions. It was bad. It was bad. But how do you move past that? Well, you move past that by getting a win against the New Orleans Pelicans tomorrow. And again, we'll have all that coverage right here on 95.7 The Game. I said last Friday, and people said I was crazy. It's like Thanos. People called me a madman. Not mad. I'm telling you. If the Warriors go 2-0 in these next two games on this homestand. So they got the New Orleans Pelicans and San Antonio Spurs. Very doable. So that's 3-1 and one on this current homestand. Before taking on the Nuggets in Denver. And coming back home, take on the Kings. And then you got, check that. You're taking on the Thunder. Then you're taking on the Kings. It's a good pace. Might as well be at home. I know you're on the road. Road Arena, but you get to stay at home, thankfully. And then you got the Blazers. So, the only long road trip you have left other than Denver on Sunday is up against Portland, and that's not a very long road trip. So, take care of these two games. You have a good shot. Maybe everyone's saying, like, good shots, but they just blew it last night. Listen, take care of business tomorrow, and then against San Antonio, that's 3-1 and on the road stand, on the homestand, and then going on the road against the Denver Nuggets. You have a chance still 
to get that four seed. I know it seems out of reach. I know it seems crazy. But there is still a chance to get that home court advantage. You're a game back. You're a game back. Clippers just took an L. Kings, they're solidified. The Suns, though, at the four spot. The Phoenix Suns. And Kevin Durant is apparently making his way back. But they could be fading. And I know come playoff time, that might be a different animal. But you have got to finish these next six games strong. Because you do not want to have to be flirting with the play-in game. That is what you're flirting with. Disaster right now. You do not want that. You do not want that smoke. You know what happened last time? Last time you lost to Grayson Allen and the Memphis Grizzlies. Grayson Allen was hitting dagger threes against you. You remember that, Warriors fans? Do you want that? No. Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. Be smarter. Be smarter. 888 on the YouTube chat. <laughs> Esteban, I can't say that name anymore. You, you can assume, you can see why, right? The tank tops. This is not a great. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Good name. Morales, Spadone, I'm telling you. Call me crazy. If you want. I'm convinced myself the Dubs will finish fourth or the fifth seed. I'm not calling you crazy. It's right there in front of them. Home court advantage in that first round is right there in front of them. And can you imagine... If the Golden State Warriors, after all this, get home court in the first round, you got to like their chances if that's the case. Because you figure you're going to be going up against either the Clippers or the Suns. And I know a lot of people don't want that smoke with the Phoenix Suns or Kevin Durant going back and all that sort of stuff. But just take a step back. Kevin Durant's not going to be 100% healthy. And I understand you're going to be without Andrew Wiggins. I would love the Warriors' chances with home court uh, advantage without it. If you're going to play the Phoenix Suns regardless, wouldn't you want that home court? Wouldn't that mean more for a team that clearly plays a lot better? Just go by the stats. They can't win on the road and they can at home. You want that four seed, Warriors fans. You want it. I'm not worried about health the remaining way. You'll monitor minutes with Gary Payton. He just came back. You'll monitor Steph, but it's all systems go from here on out. And you got to make it count. 888-957-9570-888. 957-9570 is the number. We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. We're going to hear from the head coach, Steve Kerr, on the other side, as well as Gary Payton II, Clay Thompson, and Stephen Curry on that loss. 888-957-9570. Who were your MVPs of the sports weekend? It's an MVP Monday. Let me know. 888-957-9570. Let me know on the YouTube, on the Twitch. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. Come on back. 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Yeah. 
Welcome back. Free game show. Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. Warriors, they fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 99-96 to after a couple of miscues late. That Listen, so what's going to happen. Down the stretch here, mental mistakes. They're going to cost you, and the cost of big time last night is Carl Anthony Towns. It's a massive three, and the T-Wolves win it late. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Some might say... That he was an MVP of the sports weekend. What say you? That Carl Anthony Towns could be him. Could be Gary Payton the second just for coming back. Good to have GP2 back. Good to see him back in the building yesterday. He gets things off and running. It's always good to get that first bucket, get that out of the way. And you know GP2 is back because he was picking up fools the whole court. I'd love to see that. Especially in light of March Madness. And that's just getting crazier and crazier. We got the matchup set. Florida Atlantic University against San Diego State for a shot at the title, which is just nuts. I even know, I don't even know where the hell Florida Atlantic is. I'm assuming it's somewhere in Florida, and it's near the Atlantic. There you go. I know where San Diego State is. Shout out the Aztecs. Love them. Shout out Kawhi Leonard, the alum. I'm sure he's happy. I'm sure Kawhi even might have cracked a smile. Yeah, that's, that's a stretch. Probably not. But then you got Miami coming back to take out Texas, and they're going to take on... UConn and UConn looking like they're the, they're the real deal. They're, that's the team, and they smoked Gonzaga over the weekend. That's the team I'm worried about if I'm any of those teams. That's, they look like the real deal, and I would be shocked if they didn't make it to the finals. Shout out Sam Lubbin, Miami Hurricanes. You guys are having a great year. I'm not, I'm not pouring water down the canes, but UConn, oh, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. So 888-957-9570, who's your MVP of the sports weekend? There was some controversy, I guess, in that San Diego State Creighton matchup there that was a foul that was a foul i'm sorry i know people are gonna say you just don't call it in spots like that i was like i'm not gonna be a hypocrite listen i was here after the super bowl and had a bad taste left in my mouth after how that ended was it uh bradbury of the eagles with the holding call and it was holding he owned up to it after the game on the chiefs player and listen that cost them a super bowl but i'm not gonna go out there and say that was a horrible ending for the Super Bowl and not say the same for the Creighton San Diego. Yeah, it sucks to lose on a foul. But you know what? It was the right call. What are you going to do? He bumped him in there. He was driving. That's that's what you get. That's what you get sometimes. 888-957-9570. Let me know if you were watching any of the March Madness action this weekend. All right. Steve Kerr. What the hell happened in those final two minutes? We didn't execute, but uh, we had a chance at a layup in transition with about two minutes left. I think uh, we had another possession where we turned it over. We just didn't execute down the stretch. So that was just one of many. We didn't deserve to win. They they outplayed us, made the plays down the stretch that they needed to make, and we didn't. So simple as that. Steve Kerr on the turnovers. I don't need to rank. They all hurt. Like, we got to close the game. we got to execute down the stretch, and i got to help them. i got to do a better job myself in helping them to execute. But disappointing because we fought back, gave ourselves a chance to win, you know, had the ball with the lead late. Like I said, I thought a couple of possessions in those last two minutes just hurt us, and, and they hit the big shot. That was a massive shot. I, would, I was low-key kind of, like, shocked. I was like, they turned it over. All they need is a two to take the lead. And then they, it's just a transition three for Carl Anthony Downs. I was like, what the hell? I was like, well, I guess it was a perfect shot because he just let into that thing. And listen, he didn't have a great scoring night. Carl Anthony Downs, that is only 14 points. But man, that was so clutch. That was clutch. And that was something that the, that I went to the T Wolves Warriors game a few weeks ago with young Benjamin. We were up in the, uh, the nosebleeds, but there's no bad seat in Chase Center. We love it there. He had a good time. The game was actually on yesterday. He's like, daddy, it's the Timberwolves. And he kept clapping defense. I was, it was really cute. So we were we were at that game a few weeks ago. They desperately needed another score. Anthony Edwards, and again, Anthony Edwards just hasn't had a good couple games against the Warriors. He was a plus 13 yesterday, so maybe on the defensive end, he held his own. But overall, just not a great performance at Chase Center this season from Anthony Edwards. And they sorely missed Carlton Towns, who also didn't have a great shooting night. 5 of 16 overall, but 4 of 9 from beyond the arc, and none bigger than that shot there. Here's more from Steve Kerr about the offensive struggles in the second half for the Warriors. A lot of quick, bad shots. Didn't move the ball. There were a ton of 18-foot fadeaway shots with somebody wide open. We didn't make the defense move an extra rotation, two extra rotations. So they're a good defensive team. They got size at every position. And if you don't move them around, it's going to be tough. And we didn't move them around. We, just, we were all trying to do it on our own out there. 
And that's something you see from the -the on-the-road Warriors. And yes, I'm talking about them in two separate entities. Because that's what they are this season. There's the home Warriors, and then there's the road, uh, road Warriors. And right now, the home Warriors, they look like a championship team. Now, you wouldn't have seen that from last night. It was a bad loss. But overall, I think we can confidently say this has looked like a championship-type team when they are at home. On the road, they're putrid. They are the Houston Rockets. They are the San Antonio Spurs. They stink on the road. That's a fact. So it was very frustrating, kind of weird and unexpected. Thank you, Joe Shasky, for dropping off a coffee. It is desperately needed. And that's Joe Shasky's Enjoy Me in the next segment for the crossover. Looking good for that hat, by the way. I like that little pinstripes Giants hat. That's Joe Shasky. But overall, you're not used to seeing those type of performances this season. Yeah, you had some couple of bad losses. Yeah, the, the Sadiq Bay one comes to mind. That was the Detroit Pistons game winner when he had, what, just like seven-tenths of a second left or whatever. It was just a quick shot, and they got it. But overall, it's been great at home. So that's why it was so maddening and frustrating and how bad they looked last night, especially after getting an emotional lift, you would think, with Gary Payton the second coming back. So yeah, overall, just very, very poor. And here's how it sounded, uh, the back-to-back turnovers, that is, from the great Tim Roy last night on 95.7 The Game. Trapped by Anderson, dribbles in, throws out to Draymond. Now pass batted down by Anderson. He stole it from Draymond. A turnover, 12 seconds. Towns for three, got it. Oh, my goodness. And now the Warriors are down by two with 9.9 to go. Oh, he, Tim Roy's the best. You can just feel the emotion in those calls right there, right here on 95.7 The Game. And here's the Jordan Poole turnover after the Draymond Green turnover. Curry screens for Thompson who curls to the left wing. Nobody's open. Poole comes and gets the ball. Poole dribbles. He wants to go. Stops on Conley. Dribbles it and throws the ball out of bounds. He slipped and throws it out of bounds. Curry was cutting around him. And that's going to send a lot of people heading for the exits and a frustrating night. Tim Kerr called... Uh, Tim, I said Tim Kerr. Look at me. Getting all jumpy there. Tim Roy called that game... Like a disappointed father when you bring home a bad test score. It's like, (laughs) you can just let it get away from him. Joe, you let that science test get away from you. You don't know anything about plants? Come on, kid. Photosynthesis. Get your mind out of the PlayStation. You idiot. No, you didn't call me an idiot. I'm going too far there. Actually, my dad worked a lot of late nights. He actually did not even talk to me about school most of my life. Mostly my mom doing that. So she was the much scarier influence in my life. Love you, Mom, if you're listening. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Steph Curry asked about the feeling of letting that game slip away from them. Nobody likes that feeling at all. We had a good streak going at the, at home and found a lot of different ways to win and really didn't feel like we were out of control of this game until Cat hit that three. So just a tough one to walk off the court, nothing to show for it, but bounce back. Steph, what happened that fourth quarter? Got off to a rough start with, think, three straight turnovers, first three possessions, kind of set the tone, fought back, played a big shot, and a couple momentum plays that could have went either way. I missed a layup and transition on three-on-one. Obviously, the last play I led to catch three. It was highly competitive. It was kind of a grinded-out type of vibe, so just didn't go our way. And finally, Steph Curry asked if he was concerned about the team's ability to close. As of as late, of, we late we when we at home we've we've won a couple big ones where it didn't seem like we had any life and found our way to come back a huge run down the stretch. Obviously, we know our road struggles. Had a big win in Dallas that kind of went down the wire. That game went down to the wire. So I know we've been in that situation plenty of times early in the year. We didn't execute, didn't take advantage of those opportunities as much as we could have, but our confidence and and what we're able to do shouldn't take a hit at all because we were capable. It shouldn't take a hit, but the confidence does feel a little waning after a loss like that last night. That just, after all the good you built up, the goodwill, after beating Joel Embiid, the Sixers, an Eastern Conference championship kind of contender, to have a performance like that. And granted, yeah, the T Wolves got a little emotional lift having Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns back in their lineup, but still, they scored 99 points. You got to win that game, Warriors. Got to win that game. 888-957-9570. We'll continue to take your calls and text. we got one more segment coming up here on the other side, the Crossover, where Joe Shasky of the Morning Rose joins me. Get his thoughts on that. Get his thoughts on a little baseball happened over the weekend, and it's coming up in a few days. His thoughts on the tourney. All that coming up next on the Crossover right here. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. 
Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni. 95-7 the game. Warriors fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves. 99-96. to Throwback kind of score there. I was like, do people still win like like games like that prior to 100 points scored? This is weird. It's like a 2005 kind of a game. But Warriors slip-ups there towards the end cost them. And what was a great weekend in sports for the Warriors kind of just turned has a sour taste in your mouth. It was supposed to be great. You'd just beaten Joel Embiid on Friday. Huge win against the Kate Scott Sixers. And then... Got Gary Payton the second back as Joe Shasky joins you now for the cross over. And Joe, Gary Payton the second, it was great to see him back. And it should have been a joyous celebration at the end there. And they somehow snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. How do they do that? And how are you doing this morning, Joe? Good morning. It's toasty in here, isn't it? Y- yeah, I wish I wore shorts. Um, it, <laughs> I'm it's wearing a, shorts right now, actually. I mean, Flip flops, too. What is it? One, one second. What, is it? what? Oh, my God. It says it's 80, and it feels like 98. It's a bit. It's a dry eighty. Yeah, it's Nick it's like, Lachey. It's Nick Lachey. Is it ninety eight degrees? Yeah, see, I'm more of an NSYNC Backstreet Boy kind of guy, but I get you. Uh, that that game yesterday. You know, it's it's. Am I too cynical? Am I too cynical? You're talking to, to the most cynical person in sports. Okay. So go ahead. No, no, I want you to be honest with me. Like, look, it was a horrible loss. It's bad. I'm not here to defend that, and I'm not here to like play the like. Oh, you know, it's no big deal. Like that. That's a bad late-game situation uh, execution for this team on a variety of fronts. They turned the ball over in key crucial situations. They just took horrible shots, discernment. They can't stop certain players. But I don't want to be the four or five seed. Uh, you don't want to be the four seed? Look, I, well, the four seed, would, I wouldn't mind, but I, don't, I want to see, avoid Phoenix. Because for the most part, and I, I know it's I hard to I just want to avoid Phoenix. I know, but you're a different team am at I home. Being, you're a different team at home than on the road. I yeah, think, right? But do I want to face them? I mean, can I know see- they're getting Kate. Well, they're supposed to get KD back this week, right? That's yeah, what the report said. So yeah. I understand that, but but you could see so you can't play like that because you could absolutely still be playing. Let's say I, I let's know. say the, the the Suns go into free fall mode. Uh, Lakers just got yeah. LeBron back. I know they lost yesterday. What if they start winning and then you're playing them? But, and that might not be a great matchup. Uh, but Clippers, see, like there's so many different things here to happen in the last six and seven games here, where there's so much different stuff. I I can't worry about that right now. I can only what is it? Uh, Robert Sully used to say, "You got to dominate the controllables." That was his well, turn of phrase, right? So if you could just worry about what you have in front of you, I understand. But you want to go in on a high note, and maybe, maybe without Andrew Wiggins, it's starting to look like you're just not going to have him at all. We were talking about that last week. Without him, maybe just all of this is going to be too much to overcome, anyways. And you just got to see what you got, right? Because if let's say let's say Shasky, you got yeah. Let's say you're the four seed and they're the six seed. And you win that first game, right? And KD comes to town. It's like, oh, wait, we could beat these guys. We're well, a different team at home. And then, and let's say you beat them in the first round. Let's just say I, I there's a lot you. of hypotheticals. I hear you. Who scares you then? No one. No one. But I but, wouldn't. I mean, look, at if you're asking me what was my the preference. Least resistance, if I you're understand. Asking me what's my, and, and again, I guess it, that feels like a too cynical approach. Like, I, I'm not here to say the loss doesn't mean anything. Like, no, they need to learn how to close games. Like, right? Like, where was Steph? Why didn't Steph touch the ball late in that game? Yeah. You know, and then he did, and he's giving it up to Draymond, and yeah. it feels like they're trying to foul you. Like, the final 50 seconds is going to be dissected over and over and over again. I, I just. I don't know, man. It was very frustrating uh, to see them close because they they come out of nowhere to win that game. I mean, it felt like they were chasing almost yeah. all game. Uh, they were down 15, I believe, in the second quarter. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and bad. Jordan Poole did some really nice things. Like he hit a huge shot in the corner. Clay, you know, creating a play for him, kicking it out to the corner. But I'm looking at like the top four guys: Jordan, uh, obviously, uh, Clay, Steph, and Dre. Turnovers. Yeah. No. And, and untimely ones. And bad. then like late in the game, late in the game, like. I get Steph's trying to make the right play. And I'm not here to say that Steph needs to do X, Y, and Z and tell Steph Curry what he's an all-time legend. But you're the greatest free throw shooter of all time. Just hold on to the ball. Just hold on to the ball. It looked like to me, now you could say they weren't, but I thought because there was 26 seconds, it was about like a two-second difference, give or take, one-and-a-half-second difference. I thought they were trying to recklessly go for the steal, and if they foul you, so be it. No, absolutely, and it just looked like and, people, and maybe I'm misinterpreting. Well, no, it. people on the people on the text line I saw on Twitter yesterday. Do you think Draymond was a little afraid of having to take those shots? You think he didn't want that um, smoke? Is that not maybe afraid is the wrong word? But do you think in the back of his mind's like, listen, I want to get it to a guy like Clay and Steph instead of me? Because in that case, dude, just take the maybe, foul. Maybe just, just take the foul. At I that know. Point. Maybe like, no, I don't know, like, like it's just come on. 
I just think that as a team, they got a little too cute in those situations. That's exactly what it was. So the, the, the possession prior, you know, Jordan Poole comes down and like Curry's off on the, you know, the, the, the near side, if you will, next to the sideline. And it felt like, oh, it's Poole's time after he hit the three. Kavon, I believe, said either a pick and roll or a quick pass and then a shovel back. And he takes like a 45 foot step back three. Yeah. Like a heat check. Now, I don't know if they were trying to do a two for one or if he just thought that was the appropriate shot. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. What, what what are you doing here? Like work the ball around, and this is my big issue with Steve Kerr is late in games they do a lot of throw the ball to one guy, everyone get out of the way. Now I'm not saying that you, you don't do that in some situations, but in that situation, can we have the greatest player on the planet and Steph Curry touch the rock? No, sir. No, it's a good point. Call and, the time, and out. I think that's why it was most frustrating, right? Because you just didn't have the in the hands of your best player. And then you got you got Jordan Poole, and after Jordan Poole went on to the post game with Bonte and Chasky, or Bonte and Chasky with Bonte, Molly and, and and Fez and all those guys, it was just like I heard all the slander, right? Heard all mm-hmm. that slander, and it was just like, oh, you know what? It was a great win on Friday, and just all the emotions you're riding high off that. And then he has to be the guy, unfortunately, that has the the game losing turnover. But that's you know what? I mean, that's basketball sometimes. And you know what? He's going to get a lot of slander, and I'm not here to crush Jordan Poole today. It was just it was no. a bad couple. Of, people had bad turnovers yesterday. It was a bad loss well, he, overall. They lost as a team because yes. they couldn't stop. And he had a big shot right before that. So I'm not here to be like, listen, yeah. it was not the end all and be all. But they couldn't stop a variety of players on the other team. Nas Reed is t- all team Warriors killer, by the way. First team, he is might be the greatest player in the history of basketball if he just played the Warriors. It's kind of unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I was like, and I was kind of like halfway through, I was like, why didn't I just put money on this, like prop, whatever it was. Nas Reed was probably going like over under 10.5 points against the Warriors. I was like, oh my god, I should have just hammered the over. Every single time. I don't know, probably, because he's just like kind of a role player for that team. You're not expecting him to score, but every single time he goes up against the Warriors, and I was there the last time they played Uh the Mm T-Wolves, and then he had like 25 points. I think he feel like he had a career high. And you were talking about in the chat, it's like, oh, I'd love to get a guy like this, because the T-Wolves aren't going to have money to pay him. Absolutely, I would love to have a guy like that. Well, I, I just think that if, if I'm running the Warriors, my automatic setting in late game situations is free throw game, I'm getting the ball to Steph Curry. Yes. Like, that's my auto setting in general. Yes. Like, they were up last week. They were up three with eight seconds to go, and the other team was inbounding the ball. Now, my brain calibrates to... If you can, we are fouling so that they get the two free throws, and I'm turning this into a free throw game. Why? Because I have the greatest free throw shooter who ever lived. Yes. Right? And like that's like my all-time setting. And I get they were trying to burn clock yesterday. There was a sequence where I thought Steph got fouled. It felt like they were trying to foul him. It didn't get called. He kicks it back to Draymond. And in that situation, it's like, nah, Steph. Like, and that's where I would tell him he's almost too selfless. Just hold on to the ball. Let them come to you. Let them foul you. Worst case scenario, you get trapped. I'll call timeout. We'll take the ball on yes. the side inbound. Yes. No. I, well, and, and Stephen Curry's greatest attribute right is off the ball. So he is I, so I crafty and so shifty about running around and getting open. Yes. Like it seems every single time you need him to get open, he does somehow, some way. And yes, as you've been saying, it was just just a bad loss. That's a bad tennis really But was. at the end of the way, at the end of the day, maybe hanging on to that six seed isn't. The worst thing. 888 I feel cynical saying that out loud. No. I, I feel like I'm tempting the basketball guys. No, it's, it's, it's just a weird, it's just a weird year. And I was telling this, uh, in, in the early of the show and we were talking like, you have to almost kind of erase your memory of, and I understand people are like, well, look at the Nuggets, you know, the Grizzlies and Kings. They're, they're the cream of the crop. I'm like, no, they've just been the healthiest. Like at this point, I think we can firmly say the reason this NBA season, we've been saying a little bit, but the refs have someone to do it. Mm -hmm. We were saying this is the worst season in the NBA in the history of the NBA, right? Just from a, from a consumer's perspective. Mm -hmm. It's just been a bad year. We've seen the last couple weeks. It's been much better. It's been much better because people are getting healthier. I agree. Like we got LeBron back and I know that they lost, but we're getting all these guys. We're getting GP2 back for the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Warriors are playing better and stuff like that. We're getting getting Pat Bev back going to, oh, by the way, that was, we were, I do my MVP Mondays now. I'm starting this new thing. It's like, who's your MVP of the sports weekend, right? Pat Bev, he was the MVP of the weekend. Are you kidding me? That guy, he's beating the Lakers twice now after playing with the Lakers earlier. One with the T-Wolves and one with the Chicago Bulls. Too small to LeBron James after doing a little hook, baby hook over him. Might have been the highlight of the sports no, weekend, Chastity. The highlight of the no, sports it was hilarious. Weekend. The highlight of the sports weekend was me sifting through Instagram. Oh, and all of a sudden, a commercial pops up. And I go. I need to cut this, by the way. I haven't cut it yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, what? 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 It's a Jameson commercial with Bonte. And I swear to God, it's gold. 
It's hilarious. It is one We're of the funniest, it. and I yeah. love him dearly, and I can't wait to tease him about it. I'm proud of him, obviously, and I'm super happy for him. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. And it's on Chase Center. If you follow Chase oh, Center yeah, yeah, yeah. on Instagram, I believe they posted it it's to their It's one profile. of their sponsored things. Yeah, so you're going to be seeing it every time you're in Chase or whatever. If you have your Wi-Fi it's, it's going to be coming up. It's hilarious. He's wearing a white shirt. He's sitting at a bar. and Apparently, he's a bartender. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Well, I knew he did barista work. He oh, you doing T-Pain rejoins all day, by the way. Shout out bartender. Oh, is that what we're doing? Maybe. Just in honor of that commercial. Is that not a great commercial? Like, so it's impossible for me to be angry this morning after seeing that. And then, did you see his daughter make an appearance? Oh, it was on, so baby Chaz. That was, was so, so sweet. So sweet. It well, was. it's possible to be angry today. You guys got Javon Hargraves coming up at 7 o'clock. What are you going to ask him, Joe? Uh, Niners new to tackle. ask him a variety of questions. Okay. 7 o'clock, huh? 7 o'clock. He's an early riser. Javon Hargraves. I'm dude, really excited dude, for this. Dude, he gets to the grind early. He's Those guys. high price free agent that the 49ers just brought in. Yes. Defensive tackle. For those that are unaware, he played for the Eagles last year so I mean there's so many questions that I have for him no absolutely well, he played on a defensive front that was already a like beast last year that was almost historic and now you're coming to a front that features Nick Bosa Eric Armstead the rookie coming out of the second year now Drake Jackson so they got a lot to prove this season and I think he's going to help them tremendously because say what you will about Eric Armstead he's been solid he hasn't been DeForest Buckner no and I think they've been missing that kind of interior presence quick question here should we set up a show fantasy baseball league Ooh. Interesting. I, someone hit me up this past week. I'm going to do one paid one. Okay. Um, and I usually like to do it because... I'm just not, asking out loud. I, it'd be fun. Do or you maybe want, we do Daily Fantasy. Daily Fantasy is a little... That's a little hard. That takes a lot more. Like, that takes okay. a lot more input from everyone. I would be down for a show league. Do, would you want to get listeners involved? Well, is that's that what you're what, thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. But do people care if they're not involved in the league? 888-957-9570. Do you want to get involved? YouTube, Twitch, hit us up there. That's Joe Shasky. Yep. He's coming up next with Ponte Hill. Javon Hargrave, 7 o'clock. So excited New Niners that. defense tackle. And David B. Fleming what? at 8 o'clock. Flem Dog coming up. Cannot wait for that one. He's going to have thoughts on not only the Giants, but on this wacky... Uh, March Madness tournament going on, Shasky. San Diego State. Oh, my bracket's still They're perfect. They're taking on... Oh, yeah. You're a big FAU guy. You followed them all season <laughs> long. Break. That's Joe Shasky. He's coming up next with Bonte Hill. Morning Rose. This was the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95-7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.